Hello and welcome to J-Waves. I am the Corpus Christi Joker and this is my official conversation about Joker the movie. Now, I do want to say this is how I shoot J-Waves every single time. Even though you may not see me, this is how I do it. So every episode on my J-Wave podcast is done exactly the way I'm doing it right now. Only I'm giving you, the Facebook people, an insight in how it is all done. So, first thing I want to say is, congratulations to the Joker movie, Todd Phillips, fantastic job. 11 nominations, and that is so awesome. I am very impressed, and I had no doubts. I do want to go over one thing. I did not do a movie review on this movie, basically because I took 38 of my friends to go see it on the opening day, and right then and there I said, well... I can't review this movie because I am 100% biased, and of course I loved it, whether I watched it or not. I supported it completely from the beginning, and I knew that a lot of the things that were surrounding it um, had nothing to do with what the movie was about. So let's give a quick synopsis of what the movie's about. The movie's about Arthur Fleck, failed comedian, failed person, failed everything, really, and his, I guess descendant or ascension to becoming the Joker. Now, director Todd Phillips, I think, completely understood the Joker um, person because uh, he hit a lot of things that only somebody that is a Joker fanatic would understand. I think that's really interesting that he did that because uh, he touched on some things. And I do want to say something else, too. If you haven't bought the movie on iTunes and you only bought it on 4K or Blu-ray or DVD, do yourself a favor and also buy it on iTunes because there they have an exclusive Todd Phillips uh, commentary, director commentary, and boy does he give away a lot of interesting insight and also things that he did on purpose that was so freaking cool. And I'll give you one, not to spoil any at all. Now, there's a scene where Arthur is sitting down and he's writing a joke, and you see him writing with his right hand. And he smiles and he's like, mm, that's a good one. <laughs> then all of a sudden he finishes a joke. And you see him lick his lips and he kind of gets a little bit more intense. When they pan back, you notice that he's writing with his left hand. Now what Todd Phillips and everyone involved did was the left hand is Joker and the right hand is Arthur. And the more that Joker takes over, the more the left hand is being used. Even when he does certain things in the movie... It is very interesting to know that it was the Joker inside of him doing it. Now, one of the lines that I've always loved, and I've actually, um, I've actually uh, talked about this before with friends, but not for the Joker. I never really thought it was him, but I always compared turning into a werewolf um, as far as the Batman and Superman going, as 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 far as they're concerned. I always considered them more to werewolf out rather than anyone else because they have to pretend to be human both Batman and Superman because in reality they are both Batman and Superman before they are Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne so I thought it was very interesting writing when the Joker on the Murray show says what if we'd want to be good little boys what if we want to werewolf out I was thinking man they are really hitting all the marks and making this fantastic I think it is so cool that they understood the character so well 
but not only how to explain this kind of duality in a person for the Joker, but it really explains a lot of the DC heroes compared to the Marvel heroes. That's why I think DC has a really interesting um, mythos compared to what Marvel has. A lot of the guys have a duality ab about them because they have to pretend to do this for the safety of themselves and the people around them. So Bruce Wayne has to pretend to be human to be Bruce Wayne when reality he's always Batman and he's always crazy. The Joker has never really had that. He's always just been nuts. Thanks, Gabriel. Gabriel said very sick and he gave one of these. Much love to you, Gabriel. The Joker never really had to hide who he really was because we never knew who he really was. So it didn't really ever matter. So that's interesting to me that they would give him a name and all that stuff. I think that's also really cool. Now, I've had a lot of interesting conversations with people. Uh, some not so smart, some very smart. And um, we've talked about... Um, they go, oh, I don't like this Joker movie. I think it's um, it's made up and it's cheesy and it's this, that, whatever. Well, I think that's a lot of those movies, actually. I think a lot of the the Joker mythos has a lot to do with it being made up. That's the beauty of Joker in his um, in his unknown uh, originality on who he really is is important to, to the story, I think. So people that go, he's not really the Joker. Really? Well, guess what? The Joker doesn't really exist. So no one really knows who the Joker is. That's the beauty of it. Even in the comics. You know, we know he's three, but we don't know who he is or where he came from or anything like that. All anyone really knows is that he's from Texas and he lives in Corpus. No, I'm just kidding. But the honest thing about the Joker in the movie and what I love about it the most was everybody went in there with this idea of what the movie was going to be. It's going to be violent, ultra-violent. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you want to become violent and this, that, whatever. When in the reality of it all, the movie is really teaching people a lesson. Be kind to one another. Be nice to one another. And maybe on the slim chance you can make it out because you were nice to that one person that no one else was nice to. Those are very important lessons to learn. I think it's fantastic. You never know what someone's going through in their life. And then when you keep poking at them or doing something, again, you get what you deserve. You never know what's going to happen. So I think it's interesting. It was more of a story about social commentary and the people that we are. We ignore the homeless. We ignore the needy. We ignore people that are asking for help because we think that they're just faking it or something. When in reality, even just a smidget little bit of kindness uh, can go a long way. I think it's such an important lesson when the Joker ends up murdering one of the guys and then he tells the midget, the small human, you're the only one that was ever nice to me. And he lets him go. I was just like, lesson, amazing crazy but amazing and on that like it's just interesting to me like if you watch the commentary on itunes todd phillips really did do a lot of things on purpose as a commentary on what he has seen the world turn into a lot of things were done to to not so much i don't want to say teach but kind of like hold a mirror in front of society and say hey look this is what's going on this is what's happening Thank you, Gabriel. So true, brother. And I think it's interesting that they did that. And they, I think it's interesting that they used the Joker movie to do that lesson as well. I think it's so interesting that they would do that. Out of all the superheroes, 
one of the biggest villains ends up teaching you better lessons than any hero movie I've ever seen ever. They don't teach you those kind of things in the Batman movies. They don't teach you those kind of things in Super Superman or Wonder Woman. They taught so many important lessons about humanity in this one film about a villain that it's like, hey, that's what I'm doing. That's interesting to me. I think it's very cool. I've used the Joker to get into many different things because, first off, he's loved. I love him. I've always loved him. And I think it's cool to use a villain to teach things to to people, not only children, but everyone. And the movie just basically took that idea and amplified it by a billion dollars. Congratulations on that. <laughs> and it's cool because it's being noticed by the Academy. 11 nominations. That's huge. Just to say the now nominated Academy Award winning or nominated movie, hopefully winning soon, it's just so cool to say. It's 11 times nominated. And out of 11, you have a pretty good chance of winning one of those. So then they can start saying the Academy Award winning movie, The Joker. Congratulations, Todd Phillips. You have done a fantastic job. Hey, Candy Corn, what's up? So I just think it's so cool to know that, you know, The Joker, the movie, as as well as it did in the theater, even though... There were so many people that were trying to like hold it down and say, it's going to cause this, it's going to cause that. And the end of it all, people that I gave tickets to go see it, people that I invited to go see it, people that invited me to go see it. I think I saw it like 21 times in the theater, not lying. All learned a very important lesson. Don't listen to the critics. Don't listen to the mass society. Go and watch it for yourself. Because every one of those people that went to go see it all said... That movie was amazing. I've never seen a movie like it. And the lessons that it taught were really, really important for everybody to learn and know. And I just think that's the coolest thing in the world. And I'm pretty sure Todd Phillips takes really, really... Yes, be positive. Heaven, very good idea. Coming from heaven, she said, be positive. So weird. I love that name. But it's like, it's exactly what the movie was. Everything that they said that it was, it was literally the complete opposite. Which I, to me, I thought it was funny because like that's the joke. People are so funny to fall in for all these things. Like the sheep. They go, hey, this movie's this, this movie's that. And no one listened because it made a billion dollars in the box office. And now it's getting acclaim. Well, Joaquin Phoenix won for the Golden Globe for Best Actor against some pretty steep, heavy competition. Nobody was more surprised than Joaquin Phoenix because he looked like... <laughs> it was awesome. I love watching the Golden Globes. I love watching the Academy Awards. So I might be doing a live stream on that that night for the Academy Awards, so I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see if we get 11 wins. I say we like that's me, but I'm saying they get 11 wins, so I'm pretty excited about that. I think it's going to be so cool. One thing else I want to touch on is what is J-Waves? Everybody's been asking me that. Now, for the last year, I have been doing... I I do agree with you, Roman. Thanks for being a top fan, by the way, as well. Best movie I've seen since 2019. That one and John Wick 3. I'm just going to say that right there. That's an even tie for me. John Wick 3, I was crying. <laughs> yeah, he is a badass. And he did have a, a humble speech. It was really sweet. Until he dropped the F-bombs. But who's to say? You know what I mean? <laughs> they still bleeped it out. Great job. But J-Waves is my uh, my podcast. I, it's everywhere. Thank God. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on everywhere. If you just search J-Waves, you will see this ugly mug there. 
And basically, you can just go back and listen to all of my movie reviews and conversations with. I have some with my sister, who is a super smart person. She's a, she's a PhD in English, and we talk about horror movies and things like that. It's just a really fun way for me to connect with a lot of other fans that are movie fanatics just like me. I personally have been writing movie reviews since I was 15. I've been doing it all over, and I just absolutely love it. I feel that my... Um, my vision of what movies are is pretty great, and it is literally just my opinion. I am not trying to convince you to agree with me. I don't care if you agree with me. I don't care if you like what I like. It doesn't matter. I'm giving you my commentary on what I think movies are doing right and what they're doing wrong, and when they're doing things wrong, I will definitely unleash on that movie. I've only given very few 9 out of 9s, or 9 out of 10s. I've only given very few 10 out of 10s. And the ones that I can tell you for sure that were 10 out of 10s that I can remember off the top of my head, one of them, of course, was Mad Max Fury Road. That is an absolute 10 by, out of 10. I love that movie. And if you disagree with me, then you do not know what you're talking about. I am not sure about Wonder Woman yet. I did not like the first one. And I'm not sure about the second one. I don't like that they're using reoccurring characters. So sorry about that, Candy Corn. I'm not looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984 at all. But... I have to watch it because it is DC and you got to support your peeps. So I know that's why I keep calling you candy corn, Jessica. I know it's you. Now, back to the Joker. One thing I want to say also is in the commentary, Todd Phillips does talk a lot about the little special effects that they used. And I say little as, mu as much as like this much. It's, it's huge. One thing that he said that was just a mind blower for me is all the blood that you see in the movie, the little bit that there is, it's all CGI. None of no there was they used no physical blood in the movie. It was all put in after the fact by a special effects production house. That is awesome. That might be one of the nominations as well, special effects because you really could not tell that the blood that they used in the movie was CGI, not even there. So that to me is really really cool and it's things like that you know he really went back to making the movie um almost like a silent film he said he wanted to make the movie where if he didn't even have um words it would still work and i think he completely did that because i've watched the movie twice on mute no volume no um caption and it still works everybody's so emotive in the face that the movie ends up coming across the exact same. I love that. I think it's so smart. He really threw back to the old silent film days, and I think that's interesting to me. Now, Joaquin Phoenix, of course, put on a fantastic performance with the makeup and everything else. But one of the things I think that really added to it and that I love as well is his dancing. His dancing was spectacular. And I love the scene where he's in the bathroom after he shot those dudes in the subway and he starts to dance to Hildor's beautiful score which by the way she got a Golden Globe win for that and also she's been nominated for Academy Award for her soundtrack it's gorgeous if you haven't heard that and if you haven't downloaded that you need to get Hildor's soundtrack tonight right now and fall asleep to that because it is just gorgeous now when he dances to that music he literally danced to that song live with Todd Phillips in that bathroom with 150 people around the set 
listening and waiting, not understanding what's going on, when they're just filming this beautiful scene between him and director, actor, director, and I think that is so freaking cool. One of my friends asked me recently, what score did I give the Joker? And I'm going to say two things. I saw a lot of movies this year, and when I don't score or review a movie, it's because I, I won't even, it doesn't deserve a score. And there's three movies that did this this year. 1917, The Joker, and The Lighthouse. All three of those movies do not get a number score from moi because they are instant classics. Those are movies that you have to see no matter what. If you missed them and you happen to catch it, you'll understand why. The Lighthouse is so good. It is just wonderful. I I can't even believe that that's a real movie. Um, 1917, which I just recently saw and recently did the review on, is still, it's an instant classic. I just saw it again, and it is just wonderful. I can see why it got Best Picture, because it is unlike anything I've ever seen before. And the Joker is just up there with all those. Such an interesting idea. Lighthouse Mermaid, yeah. It is such an interesting idea to take a Joker movie and make it shot like an independent film about a, a superhero that we pretend like we don't even know who it, who it is or if it exists and to make it in such a way to where it's so enjoyable for a movie critic like me to see something done with such passion and love and tenderness with a message that is so important right now in this in this day and age in this society to spread a little love instead of uh what we got i think it's very interesting to use a joker in that way oh and also once upon a time in hollywood no number score instant classic that movie you know it's funny cuz like I watch movies with a heavy heart. I put myself in them 100%. I've done that ever since I was a kid. I don't think I've ever cried as hard as I have, except for um, once, I mean, what, until Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That movie really got me, because I did not want to see the ending that we all knew was impending and coming. And for Quentin Tarantino to write that kind of an ending and script, a Hollywood ending and and script, it really just threw me for a loop, and I absolutely fell for it hook line and sinker and it was awesome so congratulations on that i do want to say that i did score star wars for people asking i did do a conversation with and i gave star wars episode 9 up a 6 so if you haven't seen it i'd skip it and go see something else i hear also that they're going to be re-releasing a lot of the movies that got nominated so the joker is going to have another run in the theater so if you missed it in the theaters and you want to see all of its goodness in a in a huge screen Definitely go check it out while it's in theaters ASAP because I know I'll do it one more time until they take it away and then I have to wait until they release it at Alamo Draft House. Yay, Alamo! Speaking of Alamo, I do want to give a huge shout out because after the huge scare of nothing that never happened and everybody panicking for no reason, all of the merchandise for the Joker movie was gone. Me too. It was so good, Mrs. Gomez. It was fantastic. All the merchandise was gone. T shirts. Hats. Everything I pre-ordered was scrapped because of the non-scare that happened before anything even happened. And then we all learned a lesson that nothing happened. But I do want to give a shout out to one person who did make Joker merchandise. Merchandising. Merchandising. And that is Mr. Adrian Cuevas. And he made these cool hats for me and people that went to go see it. And he's the only guy that ever had Joker merchandise. I've seen some other t-shirts and stuff like that doesn't matter but the detail on these and what he did for me on this 
I will forever be grateful. Little unknown fact, me and Adrian Cuevas, we go back to we were both four years old. We've been friends since we were four. So much love to you, Mr. Adrian. You are awesome. Those hats are awesome. I wear them with pride, and I absolutely love that you're the only person in the world that I know that made <laughs> Joker merchandise, and I absolutely love it. Yes, Joaquin Phoenix did do a fabulous job. Thank you, Mrs. Gomez, for commenting. I love it. He didn't just do a fabulous job. It wasn't even Joaquin Phoenix. And I do think he got robbed for not getting the Oscar for Walk the Line. Not many people knew, know this, but he learned how to play the music, sing the music, all in eight months. He put so much into becoming Johnny Cash, and that is what made him crazy. Because, hey Lisa, because he put so much work into it, and then he got nothing. And then Reese Witherspoon got the Oscar, and it was just like, I, if, he, if I had hair, I would have pulled it out. Because he deserved the Oscar for Walk the Line. He was totally Johnny Cash. But, hopefully he redeems himself this year by doing the exact same immersive thing with the Joker movie because he absolutely deserves it. He already got the Golden Globe. I think that's fantastic. But I think he deserves the Oscar. They robbed him from Walk the Line. They deserve to give him the Oscar for Joker. It's hard being me, and I understand that he did a fantastic job, and I love every bit of it. I It's interesting because everyone goes, didn't you feel sorry for it? And I said, no, I didn't feel sorry for the Joker or Arthur at all. I actually was rooting for him because I said, don't turn into the Joker. Stop before you get too deep into the rabbit hole. Don't turn into the Joker. And then when he did, I was like, well, oops, because I don't feel sorry for him. I felt sorry for the people that he was coming after. That is a very important lesson in the, in the movie. So I think it's really crazy. I never felt bad for him at all. I was just like, man, they pushed him too far. And once he gets past that point, it's not going to be very good. Another crazy important lesson taught by a villain. So really cool. Never teach you that with Batman. Never teach you that with Superman. So I think it's really interesting. Yeah, he was so great and walked the line, Mrs. Gomez said. He was awesome. I absolutely love that movie. I have the soundtrack also. He did such a great job. Sang great. Was his real voice. He recorded all those songs himself. He played the guitar himself. So talented. And then yet, here he comes again and does a bang-out job for the Joker. I think he did so great. I'm trying to think of if I missed anything I wanted to talk about. As far as the movie, you know, he did such a great job and the movie is just so awesome. It was really cool to be able to see it with my parents and my sister and all of my friends and everybody that showed up for the theater that day. And we all dressed like Joker and it was just so special to me. Um, I absolutely loved it. And it was actually one of the very last few things that I did with my good friend Valdino, rest in soul, rest in peace, rest in peace. Um, it just adds to another another level of how special that night was for me. So it's interesting. Like the movie really did um, bring a lot of things together at one point without even thinking about it. But I can't wait for Academy Award season. I can't wait to see if they win. Uh, they deserve it. I believe Todd Phillips should get something, whether for the screenplay or best director. I believe the soundtrack was fantastic. I believe she'll win for that. And I'm really hoping that Joaquin Phoenix gets to redeem himself and get the Oscar for Best Actor as Arthur Fleck, the Joker, and I'm very excited. Hopefully he wins for that. I will probably do a 
conversation with a couple of my buddies about the Joker movie. Like I said, I didn't want to do a review because I am 100% biased. I went in there and I was going to love it no matter what. And then I ended up being completely shocked because it was actually better and more wonderful than I expected. And I just couldn't believe that that was what we got. It was a complete love letter to the Joker and Joker fans. And anyone that says different clearly isn't a fan and doesn't know what they're talking about. I ran into somebody that said that she thinks that the Jared Leto Joker was the best Joker of them all. And I feel sorry for people like that. I feel sorry for people that don't understand the character and don't understand where Joker comes from. To think that Jared Leto did a fantastic job... That means you literally don't know what you're talking about. But one thing I will say is I don't think Jared Leto got a fair shot to do a fantastic job. He probably could have done something fantastic, but they cut it so much and he didn't give it they didn't give him a chance to be the person that he was supposed to be. Because from what I had seen for behind the scenes things that I got, he was violent. He was gonna be crazy and maniacal, nuts with a baseball bat, one glove, nuts, uh, you know, like crazy, the short hair and all that stuff. I love the look. Except for the teeth, I loved everything else. I didn't mind the tats. I have tats. I don't think that's a bad thing. But he didn't do anything close to what... I agree with you, Gabriel. Heath Ledger did do a great job. Absolutely. But not Jared Leto. They didn't get to... They, I think they, they held the reins too hard on him. I didn't think they'd give him a, a good shot. And then, of course, they ruined it because... <laughs> Somebody, I forgot who it was. It was either, God, I can't remember who it was. I, I hate to not give credit, but it was a really good joke. But they said that they, um, Jared Leto's voice as the Joker in Suicide Squad reminded them of Ace Ventura. So ever since then, anytime I, I see him or I hear Jared Leto talk as the Joker, I just think, oh my God. <laughs> he sounds just like Ace Ventura. So I think that's so funny. All righty then. It's like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, I love Leto too. I mean, I like 30 Seconds of Mars. I'm not, and I'm excited now for today. They just released the Morbius trailer. And wow, hopefully that's good because Venom sucked. And it looks a lot like Venom to me. But I'm hoping like them doing science. I'm like, oh my God, why are they even doing science experiments? Stop that. Like, don't even have them pretend to be smart. They're like, mm, add this, do this. <laughs> and now he's Morbius. It's like, no, I don't know. I, I have such a hard time with all the stuff that they make. I'm just really, I'm really confused by all that. But. As far as Jared Little being Morbius, I think that's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait. So hopefully that is cool. I'm looking forward to it. I have really low expectations, but I hope it's fun. But if you didn't see the trailer, there is a surprise cameo, Vulture. And that was neat because I'm like, are they combining all the movies? Are they trying to tie everything in? And I hope they are because I hope they do a good job. So let's see what happens there. Hollywood, bro. Hollywood. Yeah, man. I can't believe it. All in all, I just want to say the Joker was spectacular truly one of my favorite movies not just because it's about the joker but because it's an actually really good movie i think if they if if they had named it something else and just had him like if they had named it the clown and had it be a social commentary about a clown losing it and which they could do and it wasn't called the joker i'd like to see how the people reacted to it like does the joker make it more famous or more like notoriety or is it because it's the performance you know what i mean like i don't know i think both of those are really interesting questions like was it successful because it was called the joker or was it successful because it was an actually really good movie i think it was successful because it was a really 
really good movie because it gave no no idea that it was a comic film. It was more like a movie. So I don't know. I'd be really interested to know what people think about that. All in all, whoever's on right now, there's there's a uh, well. It shows thirteen, then it shows six and ten. I don't know how many people are on, but whoever's on right now, if you have any questions for me about regarding the Joker movie, that maybe you want to ask that I might be able to answer with my expansive knowledge on Joker history, feel free to ask in the next five minutes. I'll give it to you five minutes. Go, and I'll answer as you ask questions if you want to. Until then, I'm going to keep talking because that's what I do best. Back to J-Waves. I just started a Facebook for J-Waves called J-Waves Podcast. Make sure to like that if you can. Uh, If I get up to 100 likes, I'm going to do a free giveaway uh, probably at Freebirds here pretty soon. Once I get up to 100 likes, I'll be giving away some J-Waves stickers once I get 100 likes. And I'll just, whoever shows up gets free stickers. So I'll be doing that here pretty soon as long as I get 100 likes on my J-Wave Facebook called J-Waves Podcast. I can't wait. And if you've never listened to my podcast, please, this is exactly what it's like. I kind of touch on everything little by little. And I give, if I'm doing a movie review, I do keep stay on topic about the movie and give my complete review on whether I think you should see it or whether you should, um, thank you so much, Gabriel. If you should see it or if, uh, if it's worth seeing in the theater or you can just wait for Netflix and see it at home or if it's something you should go see with your family. So thank you. And, um, yeah, I mean, I touch on all that. And I also have a really interesting thing that I do, like, I watch it and pretend like I don't know anything about anything. Like, I'm just an everyday viewer. Would I still enjoy the movie? Yes or no? I also talk about whether a comic book person or a sci-fi person or a horror person, depending on the genre, whether they would like it. See you later. Hey, Miranda. How's it going? Would they like the movie? And would you be able to take your children, even though it's rated R or not? And I give you movie comparisons to make it seem like if they watch The Walking Dead... They can watch this movie. If they watch this, they can watch that. So I try to make it really simple. And and again, it's completely based off of my opinion. I do not get paid for this. I do not do anything. It's just more fun for me because I used, like I said, I used to write them out. And I I enjoyed doing that for a long time. But I think the podcast is more fun because I get immediate feedback. Because they can message me either on my Facebook or my Instagram or on the podcast. And I see it right away. And we can start to have a conversation about that exact comment that I made right then and there so I think that's really really cool um any questions on the Joker movie before you got four minutes left anything you guys want to have a question about about the Joker movie or upcoming hmm, cosplays that I might be doing maybe I'll give something away maybe but if you have any questions maybe something happened in the movie you don't understand that I can maybe touch on or maybe give you a, a little bit of insight and see I really do recommend you seeing the movie on iTunes with the with the uh, director commentary with Todd Phillips. That is just magic. I learned so much. I think I've watched it about nine times because it's so much information he's just pumping out. I think it's so cool what they've done and what they did. And they're getting uh, such acclaim. I'm so glad that they are finally getting good acclaim. The Golden Globes and the Oscars, That's that's awesome. They deserve every bit of that. I think it's so cool. Love it. Um, upcoming events that are coming up. I think we got some stuff in, well, Dart in the Park, two weekends from now. Harry Potter theme, I can't wait. 
had a blast in Universal, and I'm trying to bring a little bit of that here for us for free. Because Universal deals a lot with free, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, that will be Harry Potter theme, and I have a bunch of games set up. Actually, I might do a separate video on that tonight. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right, no questions. I'm going to give you guys two more minutes, and if no questions come up, then I am going to end this podcast. It was a blast. Thank you guys so much for joining in and commenting and watching. I really appreciate it. This podcast will be on my J-Wave podcast, anywhere podcasts are available. It'll be called Joker Review or Joker Conversation, and you'll see it. Chances are you'll hear your name mentioned and or I will actually have the whole thing that I just recorded here on my podcast because I'm recording right now. Something that's pretty cool. Don't forget to check out The Joker on Blu-ray DVD, digital download, anywhere you can. If you get on iTunes, you get the special Todd Phillips commentary that is worth its weight in gold. Don't forget to watch the Oscars here coming out pretty soon. That's going to be great. If you go to Alamo Drafthouse, don't forget to support my friend Adrian Cuevas. He does amazing artwork, and he is the only person with the guts to make Joker merchandise, and it ended up paying off because nothing ever came of it, and I don't understand what the scare was from, but... Oh, well, other than that, I say thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for so much for watching. Congratulations to you, Todd Phillips, cast and crew, and everyone involved. Congratulations, Hildor. Congratulations on your beautiful soundtrack. And all I can say is thank you for riding the waves with J-Waves. Much love.